Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Joining us right now to talk some college football is A.J. Hawk, former Packers linebacker uh, and now a college football analyst for Fox. A.J., good morning. Thanks for joining us. How are you? Well, good morning. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. So we've been talking a lot about some of the, the disappointing uh, starts to a couple of programs in, in college football, and, and the one that's getting the most attention is LSU, and that loss to Troy just about as embarrassing as it possibly can be. Uh, if you're Ed Orgeron with the people talking about your firing al- already, uh, what do you do to keep this thing together as, as bad as things have been there for him so far? Man, I don't know. With him, with Coach O, it's tough because I, I think going into this season, he didn't. There wasn't a coach more beloved than than Coach O. He he just seems to be everything. LSU, his whole demeanor, how he speaks, how he, uh, I don't know, just how he carries himself. He he was born to do that job. So to see them struggling, it's tough. I, I mean, he's going to do what all the coaches say they're going to do. They're going to stay to their plan and use all their their cliche lines and say we're just nothing's going to change. We got to find a way to get a win and then keep going and take it one game at a time. But honestly, you got to hope that they, they ride it out with you long enough to get some of those uh, big time recruits in there that you're, you're looking at now. And, and hopefully you, uh, you just have enough time to, to get it going in the right direction, but it could be a, a year or two. AJ, let me ask you about going up against these new up-tempo offenses. Uh, way back in my day, you had maybe a couple of teams. Houston comes to mind that employed these type of uh, systems. And nowadays, from a defensive standpoint, people are going to move the ball on you. The key, and that's, this is the question to you, is the key to make sure they're kicking field goals instead of scoring touchdowns because they're going to amass chunks of yardage. And the reason I bring that up because the Big 12 always gets hits over the, hit over the head with people saying they don't play defense. But yet I see the SEC games, and, and you got Alabama 59 points, 66 points, Georgia 41 points. So who the hell is playing defense these days? <laughs> Well, if you watch any – look at the college stats, it looks like nobody is. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I think one of the most overrated stats for a defense is yards given up. When they talk about a defense, they say, oh, they're giving up 480 yards a game. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Who cares? All that matters is how many points you give up. And that was always my thing. I'm, so, yeah, I think it's definitely the key to be a kind of a bend but don't break defense. And a lot of the great defenses, that's kind of how they are to where with what they do, they're going to stick to their plan. They're not going to let the offense dictate to them. And then once you get in the red zone, that's when it really tightens up, and that's when great defenses kind of come alive, I feel like. In that worst-case scenario, they're going to give up a field goal, but they're, they're trying to get turnovers, tip balls, strip sacks. Once the, the offense gets in the red zone, that's, that's where great defenses kind of make their money, and, and that's that's a good, good question because I, I really feel like that is key. There's Like you said, they're spreading everybody out. There's going to be people open, but you just got to let them – kind of let the offense make their plays and force them into making a few bad mistakes a game. One defense that is getting it done is Clemson, and they are just phenomenal. For your money, are they the best team in the country right now, even with what Alabama's doing? Uh, I mean, it's always tough to pick against Alabama, I guess, but I would still have to – I would stick with Clemson right now. Obviously, how last season ended, and 
I was at that. Uh, I was actually at the Fiesta Bowl when Clemson routed Ohio State thirty-one nothing, and got to talk to some of the Clemson players before the game, and I was just in awe of how big and powerful and how much these guys could move. Like some of the guys were a lot of their D linemen. A couple of them were true freshmen, 18, 19-year-old kids, and they look like grown men. And then I, I'm watching them even in warm-ups and just in awe of how they can open their hips and run and move and just how athletic they are. So, yeah, I would definitely give an edge to Clemson, no question. Those guys can just uh, – they're on another level. And it looks like them and Alabama are the two front runners, no question. Got to be able to open those hips, Gio. Yeah, of course. That's your problem, dog. You got to yeah. have loose hips, man. That my, that's my only problem? Yeah. yeah okay. Got to be able to turn and burst with them loose hips. <laughs> Love some loose hips. <laughs> Everybody does. <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, let me ask you about uh, your alma mater, Ohio State. It seems as though uh, they're turning the right way on offense now. What have you seen from the progression of uh, their offense and, and JT Barrett? I mean, he's looked – JT's looked pretty good over these last three games. I mean, the only problem is they're playing Army, UNLV, and Rutgers. So it's almost like it's not a lose-lose for them, but it's basically where you feel like the talent doesn't stack up with who you have in Ohio State. So, yeah, you better you better go out there and beat a Rutgers 56 to nothing. And for some reason, a team like that is hanging with you for a while. Then everyone still thinks the sky is falling back here in Columbus. And, and what are we doing to where we can't blow a team out like that? So I don't think we're truly going to know exactly who they are, really, probably until they play Penn State here on October 28th when Ohio State um, goes to Happy Valley. I believe it's at Happy Valley. No, it's yeah. at Ohio State. I'm no, sorry. no, no, it's, it's at State. your house, yeah. Yeah, I missed that one. Um, so, I mean, they play Maryland and, and Nebraska the next two games, and they definitely hopefully will we'll get through those two guys, but we really will not know who this team is, I think, until they, they face Penn State. But they definitely, at least they are looking better. J.T. Barrett looks more comfortable. He set all kind of records back here. And I just hope these games can really help build his confidence and get him kind of into a rhythm to make a run uh, on the last month of the season. Gio and Jones with A.J. Hawk on CBS Sports Radio. Speaking of Penn State, Saquon Barkley and the season he's having is opening up eyes everywhere. Uh, what makes him a cut above some of the better players in college football right now? Well, I think anyone's seen his the videos of him in the weight room and doing just throwing up uh, amazing amounts of weight. That's one of the things, but that's that's not even the most impressive thing about him. He kind of he just definitely the total package. A lot of times, a guy can be have that crazy like straight line speed and can run between the tackles, you can run outside, but he's not a great pass catcher. There's always like one thing it seems like they're not as strong at. Saquon seems to pretty much do everything at a super elite level, and that that's what I, I've noticed, I think. And the biggest thing that great running backs have from playing against them for a long time and, and from watching as a fan, all great running backs have amazing, amazing patience and vision, and I think Saquon has some of the best vision I've seen and he lets his blocks develop. He, he lets his guys do their work, and then he puts his foot in the ground, and bam, he's gone. And what I really love is he seems like a, a very tough kid that, that doesn't like to get tackled. He, it looks like he reminds me of when I used to play against Adrian Peterson. Every, every single time we tackled Adrian, he was pissed off because he felt like every time he had the ball, he was going to score a touchdown. I feel that when I watch Saquon. AJ, you played in the big house. Uh, describe uh, that because I'm intrigued by this Michigan State-Michigan game. I'm, I'm leaning towards picking Michigan State because that that offense of Michigan, of course, 
Wilton Spade is going to be out. John O'Corn, former Houston quarterback, is going to be starting this one. But Michigan has a hell of a defense still. But offensively, I don't see a lot of threats over there on that side of the ball. Yeah, we could definitely see a, a defensive battle in the big house. Um, it is a kind of an intriguing game, and it's, I'm glad to see Michigan State kind of rebound from the season they had last year. Their, their head coach, Mark D'Antonio, was my D coordinator at Ohio State for a couple of years, and, and he's an absolute defensive genius, I believe. Uh, but you're right. I think we don't really know what we're going to get with Michigan's offense. They don't seem to be super explosive, but uh, their defense plays great. So I definitely look forward to be a, a close game, and, and Michigan State will be ready. Trust me, Coach D'Antonio will have those guys ready. Um, but I don't know. Like I'm really intrigued by it. like what's what is going to happen. Right. I, I don't know. That's one of the most interesting games I think this weekend. What was it like playing there in the big house? So I, I've been to a game. I, I was a fan at a game at the Horseshoe, and that's incredible experience. But never gone to the big house. Uh, they're completely different atmospheres. I feel like uh, there's so many great stadiums in the Big Ten, but the big house is kind of weird. When you first walk in, you're almost it, it doesn't look it feel nearly as big as you would think because the field is it's one of those places where the field is like dug down mm-hmm. to where the stands don't don't rise as, as high as like a, like Penn State if you go there it's like an erector set it's built straight up in the air uh the horseshoe is pretty pretty tall uh and uh and closed in but the big house obviously being the big bowl um I wasn't sure at first then once the game got started yeah it was it's amazing I I went there my sophomore year and we got beat by a great Michigan team and that place was absolutely on fire. And luckily, my senior year, we were able to go back and, and get a, a close victory. But it's it's a special place. It has that feel to it, and that's what college football is. That's why I love college football, where these these stadiums have like this this rich tradition history, where you can walk in even to the locker room and you can just feel it's like you can almost feel like some of the old timers that were there way back in the day, way before you. And, and it's just uh, I don't know. You don't find that too much in the NFL. And, and that's why I think it's awesome. And I definitely put the big house up in that category. How's retirement been so far for you? It's been great. It's been uh, busy, plenty busy. Four young, four young kids, and doing um, <laughs> jumping on a bunch of different radio and, and TV gigs, doing some games for Fox uh, as a color analyst. That, but the great thing about retirement is, if you, um, I'm super lucky and fortunate to where I, I got to play football in the league for 11 years. So now I, I'm, su- I'm very busy, but I'm busy with things that I want to do. I don't. I don't really do things that I don't uh, have passion for. I don't care about. So that's, that's what's. A, it's a beautiful thing, and I'm. I'm very lucky, and I, I really am enjoying it. Now, you are one of those guys who was on a national championship team in college and a Super Bowl winning team in the pros, and not a lot of people can can say that. Uh, do you ever go back and compare those two feelings, or is it something that's just you, you can't compare the two? Uh, you can compare them a little bit. The only thing that makes it tough for me was so uh, my freshman year, I got to Ohio State. We went 14 and 0 and beat Miami and won the national championship. So I just figured, yeah, that's what we do. I guess we're going to win four in a row. That's all. That's how it works. But uh, we never got back in, in my time. Um, I, I think I was just so young and naive, and I had no idea. I didn't. I didn't have a feel for like how big of a moment that was and how big that whole season. Week to week, we were winning tight games to make that run. So I was, uh, it's a good thing at the same time, I think being naive and not understanding how much pressure is on the team. And then when I was in the league and we won the Super Bowl, it was my fifth season. So I had, I definitely had a better idea and I, I could kind of comprehend what was going on through our playoff run and, and winning the Super Bowl. But there's, there are definitely comparable feelings, especially post game on the field. 
when everyone is uh, kind of going crazy, I can take a moment and, and understand, like, oh, okay, this is something that I think I'll remember for the rest of my life, hopefully. And So, yeah, they, they compare a little bit, but just I think it's when you're in different stages of your life, going from an 18-year-old, just idiot, meathead, college kid that had no idea what was going on to being a, <laughs> well, I don't know, I think I was a 26-year-old idiot, meathead, six-month-old <laughs> daughter. <laughs> I guess I just thought of, uh, I, I tried to think, I guess I thought I was a little bit smarter when I was 26. <laughs> so they make fun of me uh, here, AJ, because I like running into things. It feels good. One of my coworkers yesterday ran into me with all his might, and it was like a flea hitting me. But no, uh, it felt good. I, I missed the contact. Now, of course, we don't miss the pain, but are, are you similar where you, you miss the contact? And I always say, you know, people ask you if you miss playing, where else can you hit somebody in the mouth and, and not go to jail? Well, it's football or, or hockey, you know, contact sports. But do you miss that sensation? Uh, yeah, definitely. There's, it, there's always something about it. I think just as just growing up, and I was the youngest of three boys as well, uh, I mean, that's how, like, guys, that, that's how a lot of times we show, like, our affection for people. Like, with your buddies, you know, you just punch them in the chest. I still do that. I still do the same thing. So, yeah, you definitely do miss that kind of stuff. And I, uh, yeah, my wife gets on me because I have, I have, um, my, my oldest is six and a half and my youngest now is four months. And I have three young boys and I, I sit there and wrestle with them. And if I, like, if I go to the ground, if I, if I lay on the ground for a second, my, my four-year-old son and my year-and-a-half-old son instantly will come jump on me and sit on me and try to get me in headlocks and try to try to <laughs> wrestle me. So I just think there's something about that. Maybe I can, I can get a little bit of that with them, but you're definitely right. You, you do miss that contact. Wow, three boys, huh? Yeah. I mean, that smells like three linebackers to me. <laughs> right? It's just. Just three Neanderthals. Under <laughs> That's great. Hey, AJ, thanks for the time this morning. Really enjoyed it. Oh, thank you, guys. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.